This is Retire Strong Radio with Eric Scoggins from ETS Financial Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Retire Strong Radio with Eric Scoggins. Hello and welcome to Retire Strong Radio. This is Eric Scoggins with ETS Financial. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, do not hesitate to give us a call. 770-904-1978. Again, that's 770-904-1978. Or simply visit us online at etsfinancial.com. And while at my website, go ahead and click on that radio page to check out past shows and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. So let's start out today by first uh, welcoming my uh, amazing co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you today, Tony? I'm doing great today, Eric. Thanks for asking, and thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited about this one. Uh, it's going to be a good one. I know that uh, we've seen market volatility, and you know I think that it's an important topic. But uh, before we get into that, yeah, I think this is um, a good one. I've had a kind of a crazy busy week. How about you, Eric? Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 always busy around here, but especially you know when when you ever like take off of a little vacation time, sure, you kind of pay for it when you come back. But uh, <laughs> the family and I, we got back from a little trip at the um, the Key Largo, and I tell you, Tony, I don't know if you've ever been down that way, but we had the best seafood that I think I've ever had in my entire life on our trip down there. Oh wow, yeah, I've never actually been to Key Largo. I've been to the Keys. Uh, not Key Largo. I've heard it's amazing. And uh, the place where you, there was a financial conference going on and you were able to bring your whole family. So you kind of had a, a business and vacation trip. That was great. Absolutely. Yeah. Make the, make, make the best of both of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you were uh, talking with other advisors out there and, uh, you know, seeing what's going on. Speaking of that, let's let's jump into our topic. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking about the market, and I know this is something you help your clients deal with and have some advice for our listeners out there. I, I always find it fascinating. Yeah, so today we're going to be covering, uh, we're going to be talking about how how to handle a bear market, you know, in retirement. You know, after all, uh, bull markets, obviously, you know, up markets do not last forever. So yeah, we're going to be spending some time talking about bear markets and how they may impact your retirement. Yeah, so uh, it's a good one, uh, but explain to us uh, what is a bear market? What do you mean when you say bear market? Yeah, I appreciate you asking that because you know, terms like that are constantly tossed around by financial professionals, and most people do not really know what that means. So if, if you take a look at investopedia.com, uh, they define a bear market as a condition in which security prices fall and widespread pessimism causes the stock market to spiral downward. Although, you know, figures in terms of percentages can vary, uh, a downturn of, say, 20 percent or more over, say, a two month period typically is considered an entry into a bear market. OK, uh, that makes sense. And uh, so it, it's a rather dramatic drop. And we've seen a, a couple of bear markets in, in my lifetime, a few of them back in 2008, 2009. And then at True. the beginning of covid, uh, the market went crazy. 
but I'm interested to hear about this. And you said no bull market lasts forever. Um, why is it important to understand things like Black Monday and bear markets? Well, let's talk about that. Now, so we're going way back here, obviously, when we're talking about what they called Black Monday, Monday, October 19th, 1987, uh, which was referred as that Black Monday. Uh, what happened uh, on that one single day, the stock market fell 22.6%, which at that time was the single largest single trading session fall in history, even larger than the stock market crash of 1929. And it took about two years to recover uh, from Black Monday. But more recently, you know, uh, when we go back to what we call the the tech, uh, the tech wreck or the tech crash back in 2000, um, it basically took, you know, that was a about a 40 percent drop in the market. Wow. Uh, from from peak to trough. Yeah. And it took about 10 years uh, to get, you know, if you had one hundred thousand dollars in the market back in 2000. Uh, and the market just went up and down, up and down, up and down. It was 2010 until you basically had $100,000 back. Wow. Wow. I mean, and that's crazy. So um, what exactly causes a bear market? What can lead to a bear market? Well, you know, dips in the market, obvious, obviously, Tony can have, you know, many different causes and reasons, but we can talk about a couple of them. Okay. First off, economic and geopolitical factors can weigh heavily on market performance. Uh, what this really means is things like, you know, international policy, regime change, political violence, unexpected election results, and, and even war. And, you know, what's been in the news a lot lately, you know, fears of higher inflation can also make investors very nervous. Now, while the causes of bear markets often vary from event to event, many economic slowdowns usher in bear markets. So in its quote unquote bear market entry, uh, Investopedia notes that signs of an economic slowdown include such things as low employment, shrinking disposable income, weak productivity, and a drop in business profits. So we're not seeing that right now, so I'm not really that concerned of a, of a bear market based on those typical historical signs, but nobody knows what happens in the future and nobody has a crystal ball. You just have to be prepared for it. Wait a minute. Nobody has a crystal ball? <laughs> I had one, but it failed me so often, I just got rid of it. Sure. <laughs> so what are some other factors that can fuel a turn toward a bear market? Well, you know, uncertainty obviously uh, is a big one. You know, bear markets also yeah. can develop when, say, the market isn't able to support really high stock prices, uh, like we had when the, that tech bubble burst in the 2000s. Yep. You know, the so-called price-to-earnings ratios of those stocks were in the stratosphere. Um, economic and political climates also may, you know, sink investor confidence. Uh, in turn, can affect the market. You know, this is going back a little bit, but uh, I came across an old article uh, from CNN back in 2018. It talked about how investors are just hypersensitive to politics. Uh, and in a survey of a thousand investors, 40 percent felt that politics were either extremely or very important. And 70 percent of those investors admitted that news headlines regularly influence their investment decisions, which really isn't what you want to be going to to be making your investment decisions. 
Yeah, well, and that's that's another good point. And it seems like there's no shortage then of factors that can feed one of these bear markets. Yeah, absolutely. In, in retirement, you know, when you start getting into what we call the retirement red zone, you know, if you're retired or you're you're five to ten years away from retirement, uh, it is it is critically important to make sure that you protect the downside. And we talk a lot about in our educational classes about having a loss mitigation plan to, you know, for your market based assets to protect the downside simply because of the most great, your, your most valuable asset is not your money. It's your time. And you don't have time when you're that close to retirement or in retirement to make up for large losses in the market because, Hey, you're in retirement or close to it. This money means more to you than it has ever meant in your entire life. Right. And so that all leads to one thing, having a plan in place to deal with market volatility, which is what you do for people. So how can our listeners out there set up one of those complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultations with you uh, to sit down and get a plan in place? Yeah, absolutely. So Tony, for uh, our listeners out there who are age 55 or over or with retirement assets of 250000 or greater, uh, you can take advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation consultation. And in that consultation, what we'll do is we'll simply perform some analysis for you. We'll get to know you, see if there's some ways that we can help you, analyze your current situation, and really assess your retirement readiness to help you get a plan going. Now, if you already have a plan, well, great. You know, take advantage of our second opinion service to see if there's anything that we can do to help to improve on your financial and retirement income plan. Because, you know, Tony, just as a second opinion is important to your health, a second opinion is important to your wealth. So they can simply call 770-904-1978. Again, that's 770-904-1978. Hit zero and uh, ask to schedule that company consultation and uh, we can get you in. All right. Well, that sounds great. Thank you so much, Eric. And now let's jump right into the next segment. And you said in this segment, you want to talk a little bit about a bear market's different stages. Uh, A bear market having different stages is something I hadn't thought about before. Uh, What's the first stage? So Investopedia.com notes that the first stage is usually characterized by high prices, strong investor sentiment, which we certainly enjoy today, Yeah, uh, both of those. Uh, and investor sentiment, that's just simply the overall attitude towards the particular markets. So this phase ends when investors begin leaving the market and take their profits with them. So that money that's leaving the market triggers the bear market's second stage. So as stock prices fall, trading slows, and corporate profits shrink. Also, uh, positive, we mentioned this, positive economic indicators will begin to start trending downward. And these indicators, when these factors are all combined, some investors become uneasy, uh, they get nervous, some even panic. And this action typically is defined as capitulation. And the, that capitulation is also called panic selling. Yeah, panic selling I've heard of. And, and uh, the image that comes to my mind when you talk about panic selling or a sell-off, <laughs> I picture panicked brokers uh, down on that stock market floor waving papers, yelling, sell, 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 like in the movies. Absolutely. You know, Hollywood often uses that imagery to show panic selling. Uh, That depiction of panic selling leads us to the bear market's third stage, uh, 
And in this stage, we see speculators who are willing to just take on risk with the hope of profiting when the stock market rebounds. Speculators often have a much shorter investment time frame than traditional uh, investors do. And as speculators start investing in the market, some prices and trading activity will increase. In a bear market's final stage, stock part prices slowly drop. And these lower prices eventually will bring investors back, thus paving the way back to new bull markets. Okay. That makes sense. So a bear market is a bit like a market correction. What are the what are some of the differences between a bear market and a correction? I've heard both terms. Yes, a very important uh, distinction there, uh, Tony, to be aware of. So a correction uh, is not a bear market, and a bear market is not a correction, uh, though they do share some common traits. Corrections provide value investors an opportunity to uh, to buy, right? to get into the market on a, on a dip, as they would say. However, because it's difficult to determine the best time to invest in a bear market, they're rarely a good opportunity for investors. So when you work with a financial advisor, uh, a retirement income planning specialist, they can help you to make you know, important financial decisions like creating an investment plan that doesn't, that not only fits their unique situation, but they can bring certain tools to the table that they can get access to in this area that otherwise on their own, they may not be able to gain access to. Sure. Sure. And and that makes sense. So uh, a bear market is a, a bit like a market correction. Um, and, uh, and, uh, but there are differences. Now, the market uh, has been experiencing an, ex- an extended bull market for a while, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. And and kind of, you know, dovetailing back on the correction uh, versus uh, bear market, you know, typically when you're investing in the market, you can expect to have at least a 10% pullback or, quote, correction each and every year. Just expect it. Uh, you've got to have those uh, those pullbacks for healthy, long-term secular bull markets like we've been enjoying right now. So right now, though, we're currently experiencing a significant bull market, actually the longest in history, uh, 13 years. So it would be viewed, I would say, irresponsible uh, to think that that is going to continue forever. You know, Uh, the market could continue trending upward for a while. I mean, none of our Money managers really foresee, uh, 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 you know, us getting close to any kind of uh, bear market. Uh, they, they're all positive still on uh, 2021. It gets a little um, less clear looking out to 2022 and 2023. Um, but don't be surprised if we see the market come back down to earth. And let me give you a quick stat here. Uh, according to the research, market research firm Investitech Research, the average bull market duration since 1932, is 3.8 years. Well, we've been enjoying the longest bull market in history from 2009 to 2021. So what, 13 years? So at times like this, uh, it may be more important than ever to remain committed to your overall investment strategy and also focusing on implementing what we call a loss mitigation plan to protect the downside with your retirement assets as you're getting close to retirement or in retirement. Right. And and so you mentioned, you know, people who uh, try to speculate and when to get into the market, when to get out, but 
you know, I've heard, and you've said this, you know, you shouldn't try to time the market that way. You, right. you, you like to focus on medium to long term. So you want to avoid the time frame that uh, speculators use, right? Exactly. You know, speculators are just really looking at a very short term horizon. Right. Uh, and, and they, you know, they want to get in at a low point and then sell quickly when the market turns in their favor. And that that can be very dangerous for an inexperienced investor to chase those same returns that an experienced speculator is is looking for. You know, with with the stock market success and, and you know, for the past decade plus, um, it's more important than ever to remember that there will be pullbacks in the future. We will yeah. experience another 2008. We will experience another you know, great recession-like market um, in the future because an, an ebb and flow between good times and bad times is just how the market has always worked. So I like to encourage retirees who have worries about what bear markets can do to their retirement savings to revisit their asset allocations and their risk tolerance because you want to know exactly when we go through that next 2008 or when we go through that next great recession that you're not blindsided because you're taking and exposed to a lot more risk than you had any idea that you were exposed to. Right. And elaborate on that. How can uh, that impact an investor? Well, obviously, you know, money is not our most valuable asset. It's time. Yeah. And, and you can't get back time once that money, you know, if that money tanks and you lose 20%, it may take you, you know, five years to get back to where you were and you will never, you know, you know, market folks like to say, well, you didn't lose the money, right? Well, look, if you have a hundred thousand dollars that disappears from your account, you can never compound on that hundred thousand dollars ever again. So it's gone. You can get back to that hundred thousand, but that money is simply gone. Um, so, that's when we talk about that and we talk about retirement, you know, making certain that you have the right, we call retirement asset allocation. You know, in my book, I talk a lot about the colors of money, green, red, and yellow. Um, and we want to make sure that you have the right mix of that for your stage of life. And we want to make sure that every single person out there that we have an opportunity to help knows how much risk they're exposed to. So we can do what we call a stress test on their current portfolio, which tells them, hey, if you do nothing differently than you're doing right now, you keep everything's deployed exactly the way you have it right now, you know, maybe your brokers told you you're conservative and you're comfortable with that, we can run an analysis on that portfolio exactly the way it is, and we can tell you when we go through that next 2008 or when we go through that next Great Recession, exactly what you can expect to see that portfolio fall by percentage wise. And then you can have that educated number and know that, okay, I'm okay with that kind of risk. Or you know what? I had no idea we were exposed to this much potential risk. How do we fix it? Right. And that's the bottom line. That's what you do for people. And I know for our listeners, they need to look at risk. And you mentioned the color of money. And really quick here, we have a couple of minutes left let our listeners know what that is. That's like a, a risk analysis they take. And why do you call it the color of money? I always thought the color of money was green. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it still is, by the way. Um, so the when it comes to overall asset allocation, we just try to keep things really simple and easy for our clients. Sure. And we divide money into three broad categories. You know, green money is anything that has a contractual guarantee of principle, right? You can't go backwards because the market goes backwards. 
red money is anything that's basically in the market that that nobody's managing. You don't have any, you know, you're just basically at the whims of the market. Market goes it's up, you it up, market goes down, you go down. Um, but nobody's watching it to protect the downside. I call it the hope and pray plan, right? We <laughs> hope this thing keeps going up and we pray for no long-term bear market. Right. That's red money. Red money's not bad. Just means you can go backwards and nobody's watching it to protect it. Yellow money is what we call institutionally managed money. And these institutional managers that are typically out of the reach of Main Street investors because of their high minimums, we can bring institutional caliber management to the money management to the table for our clients for extremely low minimums to no minimums. And what that brings them is the ability to have a manager to focus on not just growing the money, but they're also focused on having a loss mitigation plan that's built in to their investment strategies to protect the, our clients from long-term bear markets. Wow. Well, that sounds great. Now, how can our listeners out there, where can they find that color of money risk analysis? I know it's a set of just like 11 questions and it'll give them their risk score, their own personal risk score. And then there's no cost to uh, meet with you and talk about that, right? So, Tony, uh, for the, the color money risk analysis is a, is a free analysis that we, that we uh, make available. Uh, they can either call into the office, schedule an appointment, and we'll send that link out to them to complete prior to our meeting. Or if they want to take it, they can jump on our website at uh, etsfinancial.com. That's E tsfinancial.com. At the very top of the page, you'll see risk analysis. Click there. All right. That sounds great. And a great show today. We've covered a lot talking about uh, being prepared for mar market volatility corrections and a bear market and what that is and what causes it. A lot of great information packed into today's show, but we're out of time. Uh, why don't you let our listeners know one more time what that web address and phone number is if they want to call and contact you to set up that second opinion or that complimentary consultation? Absolutely. So the number is 770-904-1978, 770-904-1978. And again, the website is etsfinancial.com. And for those of you who are going to be taking advantage of that complimentary consultation, uh, we'll be excited to, uh, to meet with you uh, and just have a very uh, relaxed and comfortable get-to-know-you meeting. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retire Strong Radio with our host, Eric Scoggin. Thank you for listening to Retire Strong Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a solid retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Scoggins at ETS Financial Services. Call 770-904-1978 or visit them online at etsfinancial.com. Investment advisory services are offered by First Advisors National LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through ETS Financial Services LLC. First Advisors National LLC and ETS Financial Services LLC are affiliated companies. Eric Scoggins and ETS Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives and it is prior to implementation.